Hey, this is Saurabh, and I just want to borrow a few seconds to tell you, if you haven't heard about Anchor by Spotify, it's the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need all in one place. Let me explain. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. When hosting on Anchor, you can distribute your podcast on listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. And best of all, Anchor is totally free. Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. That's A-N-C-H-O-R.fm to get started. For this episode of the podcast, I had a guest and my friend Katie Basso joined to talk about today's movie. After seeing this movie last week, we both had some thoughts about it that we wanted to share. I was excited to see this movie. Boz Lerman is not a guy who um, makes movies all that often. But the last one, I think, you, Katie, you had told me that the last one he had made was Gatsby, right? Yes, and then the show that unfortunately has been discontinued and I'm very embarrassed to say it's on the tip of my tongue. Netflix one. Yes, it's on Netflix, everybody. So Jane Smith's show with Boz Lerman uh, was was The Get Down, right? Like, and that was a big, I remember, production for them. I saw part of it, like, uh, I I thought it was going to be a success for them, but then they, they... cut it after one season, I think, right? They like, cut it after one season, and a lot of people don't really understand why. So have you seen the movie Strictly Ballroom? Yeah. Okay, so that's, that's kind of the first time. That was the first time I saw that type of editing, you mm-hmm. know, Tina Sparkles, the makeup. You mm-hmm. know, it's just very intense, very ballsy. Mm-hmm. You know, movies like Strictly Ballroom, Reimagining of Romeo and Juliet, Moulin Rouge, which is still one of my favorites of all time. And then, you know, Great Gatsby, Australia, and now the movie that we're going to be talking about today, Elvis. Let's talk for a minute. If you're looking for trouble, you came to the right place. If you're looking for trouble, just look right in my face. Let me ask you this. If you had to give someone a quick summary or pitch of this movie you just saw, when you're going to go see Elvis, the, the Boz Lerman, you know, adaptation version, here's what you're going to see. You're going to see a... So you're going to get your Boz jazz, okay? You're, you hmm. know, you're going to get your thirst for all that hyper... You know, the details are going to be hyper. So I'll just get that out of the way. It has to be said. You're gonna, as far as a story and with the actors, you're gonna get not a romanticized version of his life, but a very intimate, surprising, often, Hmm. even though it is a very jazzed up Boz movie. Hmm. It's almost very intimate for Boz. It becomes sentimental. So instead of going straight to the bam tabloid typical Elvis talk, you mm. know, highlights of his life, you got to go into those deep crevices and those deep ditches. Mm. And they might not always be pleasant, but like, how has this not been told? So it's so yeah. eye-opening. You're going to get more than you expect is what I'll say. What I appreciated about the movie was, even though we're talking about Elvis and his story and some of the conflicts he had with his family or through his work, you know, mm-hmm. uh, work relationships, this movie in so many ways, it might sound strange, reminded me of Moulin Rouge. Quick score, just from the top, out of 10, what would you give it out of 10? So there's two things actually out of the grades. So okay. there's two scores from me. Okay. One score is, you know, how wonderful is the film in my opinion? And the second score is, it's a long movie. You know, is it worth the theater or not? Mm. I'm just going to go ahead and call that one. Okay. It's worth the theater. Yeah, so, totally. <laughs> so anyways, uh, one to 10, I would say it's a very high eight, which is surprisingly mm. grandiose in its stature. I mean, it's, mm. it's a wonderful movie. I think 
even rewatching it a few times is necessary. Now, I don't know the intimate details of, of Elvis and his life and, and all of that. Mm -hmm. I actually was thinking like nine, 9.5. Now, the, I know at least why I would take off the 0.5. I'll bring up that later in the con section. I just really I liked- I really feel that. <laughs> no, 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 it's, but again, it, it's subjective. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, that, that's the thing. Like, yeah. people who listen to this, I'm not expecting them to agree with my rating, with your rating. The, the, the What I want to get out of this podcast, for example, is just I want people to go see movies and if we want to debate, I'm happy to debate it. But your view is your view, mine is mine. I can be at peace with that at the end of the day. Now, I kind of want to switch to the to the pros section. Three things that I liked about the movie Elvis. First, I want to talk about the acting. Austin Butler as Elvis was phenomenal. Yeah. I, I don't think the criticism, I've heard a lot of criticism about Tom Hanks as Colonel Parker. I thought he was great. And people were saying, oh, okay, but he's a little over the top. He's a caricature. That's what he was that's supposed what, to be. Yeah, and that's also exactly how he was wanting to be portrayed by who was making this film and, you know. The second thing that I really liked about this movie was, I mean, I'm thinking in particular about the editing, but the editing is only possible when he has it shot a certain way, when the lighting is a certain way, all those, you said the the costumes that, you know, that are made, I mean, just um, everything about Lerman's style. And again, like I always come back to thinking about it through the editing. It's just that all parts of it create this unique style that I don't see in other movies at all. That's why I love going to Bosler and movies. I know it's going to be a unique experience. The the third thing about it too was I liked learning about Elvis. I, I'm a person who didn't know much about Elvis and his story. So I like that I got to learn more that his music had a lot to do with his upbringing. It had a lot to do with being in the South. It had a lot to do with gospel. It had a lot to do with the racial tensions, you know, at that time, yes, 1950s and 60s. Yeah, I didn't know that he had friendships and relationships with like B.B. King yeah, and like, yes. uh, you know, various other performers of the time. Some were absolutely not about it. Yeah. Top things to watch for in this movie. Okay, so we've established that this is a please go to the theater. I'm mm. clapping my hands. Please go to the go. theater. Go, go, go. go. You know, I'm going to clap for it. Yeah. Go to the theater, <laughs> y'all. Go to the theater. It's worth going for the experience, especially because, you know, the, the music. It's, mm -hmm. you know, he, by the way, learning that he really did sing that was quite um, Austin humbling. Butler. Yeah, it's okay. Austin Butler. It's been years because uh, a lot of music, especially from his past, I guess, something about. You know, over time, just like film, I say film, it, the acidity and stuff eat away at the mm. ability. So he had to learn quite a bit. He spent like two years, you mentioned, like learning things about like voice. And... Well, to your point, <laughs> he's been in a lot of like, C, like CW series and yeah. like a lot of like teen stuff. And then... Then I think he was also, he had a bit role in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, so like Tarantino uh, movie. Oh yeah, Lucky, that's fun. And now he's going to be in the um, the next Dune movie. Okay, so the guy's, the guy's doing well. Now, let's transition over to the cons for this movie. People going in, a possible very obvious con is the length. Mm -hmm. Second is if you're not into loud, surprising hyper moments this is not the film for you. you you could wait i'll just be honest like this is a boslin film like you know they're very obvious it actually makes me think of david fincher with social network even though these are yeah. ve very different styles of movies yeah it's the there is not a moment in that movie where like the beat is not moving forward it, it's, right. it's just everything's happening very fast and it doesn't slow down right. so again stylistically very different but boslerman does that here too so like if you're not ready I, i'm totally with you on that yeah. just the very fast-paced editing, in the talking. Face. Yeah, yeah, very in if your face. If you're not into a very colorful 
a lot of like montages when, when they oh, want yeah, to yeah. all the like 60s stuff when they want to show like when he's going that's to do his concerts when yeah. he's rebelling against the like uh, people saying all right don't you know yeah. wiggle or thrust as right. much or whatever like and just they go back and forth from the booth you were saying uh, to also touch on the the part about time like uh, the length of it so there are times where like i'll get annoyed with, with the length of a film you know very mm -hmm. easily but then there are some movies where if you kind of just keep it going i'm, I'm entertained i'm engaged mm -hmm. it could be three and a half hours and, and, mm -hmm. and i wouldn't care because i wouldn't feel it this movie two hours and 40 minutes i don't think until halfway through the third act i was even paying attention to at the time but then towards the end i'm like oh it feels like for a little bit of this they don't know how to stick the landing like, yeah like, like we're we need a landing zone you know like we're up in the air kind yeah. of like my conversations like we're just we're gonna keep going around until they stop us so. it, it just you know it was like um earlier this year i remember i went to see the batman and and nearly a Sorry? Can you say it slower like the Batman? Sorry. <laughs> no, but <laughs> they call it the Batman still. Okay, but, anyway. but, but like, okay, Batman. With, with, with Batman, like this one that came out this year, like it was, you know, just under three hours. And again, I loved it until the last 20 minutes. It was the same, it was the same feeling with this movie. Like the last, yes. maybe not 20 minutes, last like 10 minutes. Yes. Like, I'm like, where, mm. Mm, this is not. I'm not satisfied with the ending. Yeah. I will say that's a con. How about that? It, uh, we all know, everybody knows. You know, Elvis, unfortunately, is not here. Right. But the reality is we are not going to tell you why these last 10 minutes for Saurabh and myself mm. are not ideal for what we would hope Boz would use as the ending. However, mm. this is why I say it kind of brings a little bit of romance to an ending of a very tragic story. I don't know if that makes sense. Yeah. Well, you know, it's very biopic. It's uh, not, you know, Lisa Marie is hardly really in it. Yeah. I'll go ahead and throw that out there, y'all. So yeah. girls, I mean, <laughs> get ready for a very biopic. Not as oh. much hair and dresses. Yeah. That's where the, the, the point five for me comes off. If the ending, if like, if the third act itself, you know, was kind of a mess, like mm -hmm. I, I'd say at least a point, if not more. But I felt like it just, the movie overall was still really good. This part was like, just kind of like, eh, okay. Like this last little bit was, was clunky, but, but, but I, I enjoyed the rest so much that like, I, I didn't care. Yeah. I, yes. I agree with you. It was almost like, it seemed like everybody was tired and they did such a good job. Yeah. Like at a football game where like they've slaughtered the other team. Yeah. And I hate to use that word. So like, it's almost like they did such a good job that they figured like, oh, well, let's just walk off the set. Everybody's gonna like it. Like, yeah, they probably could have in reality, but I agree, the ending- There's running the romanticisms, clock. but it's like, you have to come up almost with your own ending to it because it is, it is dissatisfying. Yeah. And it's, if you have like a like a running list mm -hmm. of uh, of movies that like you need to see in the theater, I, I think this one should be on it. You know what I, I mean? mean? Uh, I would say this is going to end up being quite. This is going to be a very influence influential movie in mm. many ways this movie gives me hope that people are coming back to the movie theater and does not be just for a marvel movie i love marvel movies don't get me wrong disney yeah i've seen one <laughs> you know like i still don't even understand it people are coming back and uh it's it does not have to be just for the the big blockbusters this yeah. this has a blockbuster kind of feel the way it's made this is, but it yeah. This is gold. yeah so i'm gonna add to that really quick I, the way that you mentioned it 
I feel like the wow factor mm -hmm. that, again, a reason to come to the movies, mm -hmm. you know, the wow factor of this. I like to use the term, you don't need to spend, you know, half the budget on pyrotechnics and blowing mm. up and something negative. And, I, and nothing against Marvel movies. They're beautiful. I just have not happened to see very many of them. It's nothing against them. Mm. Everybody knows there's a bajillion things to yeah. watch. So, um, hashtag staircase stuff, you know what I mean? Sure. Staircase on HBO, another good series. Yeah, it's really good. Uh, so, but anyway, so the, the movie is a true biopic film without being tabloidish mm -hmm. and going straight for the juicy stuff I intently thought was going to be in this movie. Okay. And it is not. It is very much not. This is very humanistic and very, I mean, you get the goosebumps. I mean, it's very intimate. You almost feel like you're, you shouldn't be there at certain moments. Okay. But still maybe more subdued than you were expecting? Like it, was... the moments of it are, are romantic, like mm -hmm. I said, are, are sacred. How about that? Are okay. very sacred and intimate. I don't know. This already for me is not just for saying you should go see this in the theater, but this is, I know going to be in my top 10 list of the year. I, I have a very strong feeling on that. We have to have a lot of talks about this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then, but okay, so um, Elvis, <laughs> you know, Baz Luhrmann finally back on the big screen. Quick recap on the score. You were saying eight, I think, for. Well, you got me feeling weak in the knees about it because I think <laughs> it should it should be a nine. It's just hard for me. I'll say an eight seven five to a nine. It's pretty close to as good as you can get. Uh, there are my own you know silly reasons, but it's no. it's high up there, y'all. It's oh. really really you'd be missing out not seeing it. I would say that this movie is worth going to the theater and having the full experience. And this comes from a girl who loves being at home, you know, in her creature comfort watching it. But there's something about Boz and that red velvet curtain appeal. If you don't understand how a red curtain applies with Boz, then, you know, I'm gonna let you figure that out. But that's kind of what they say about him. That's his style, it's like red curtain, like. I feel it, if, um, as an audience, you don't know or you're not familiar with that, go see more of his movies, rent yes. more of his stuff. Watch Strictly Ballroom, watch Romeo, Juliet, DiCaprio, and Claire Danes, Moulin Rouge, I cannot emphasize that one enough. To recap on the score though, I want to say for myself as a movie overall, still 9.5 out of 10. One of my favorite movies of the year. Katie, you enjoyed it? One of my favorite movies of the year. Elvis by Boz Lerman. Definitely want to check out in the theater. I hope you see it. Let us know what you think. And I just wanted to say thank you, Katie, for joining me on the podcast today. It was a lot of fun and we got to do this again soon. And of course, as always, for all of you out there tuning in, thanks for listening. We're caught in a trap.